I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's First Things First. <laughs> The show that is in a bitter feud. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah, with you. With me? Internally. Oh, if I didn't folks know. could see off the off oh. the court, off yeah, the field, whatever, gracious. off the set. Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his darkness retreat. How long will the Packers be in the dark about his future plans? Ba-dum bump. That wasn't good. Meanwhile, Lamar. That's how we're starting the show, that joke. No. We're in store for a rough ride. Lamar doesn't have a deal uh, yet. Is it time to fire up the old trade machine? It's mostly NBA, but (laughs) it's a drop-down menu. And finally, oh, it's Thursday, which means it's time to look at Russ in a new Clippers T-shirt, and it's time for the most motivating segment in all sports. It's the Bud List. Are Long. you suggesting Russ is going to be on there? No, I wasn't. I was you have no idea, my friend. <laughs> I'm Kevin Wilde. You're parking up the wrong tree. <laughs> Nick Wright. Brew, is Russ going to be on the bud list? <laughs> You'll see it in an hour. How about that? <laughs> okay. I just gave a big hint, though. No. No? I mean. <laughs> okay. We start with LeBron's playoff push. Oh, my goodness. Lakers host the Warriors tonight. <laughs> Looking up at the play-in. Darvin Ham says the goals go beyond just the play-in. Take a listen. Yeah, the, the goal is for us to come out and try to be the best version of ourselves with each game. But definitely, you know, we can go and secure a spot. That, you know, that that is our goal right there. And, and if we fall into a play-in situation, so be it. But our number one goal is to go secure a spot, not just to, you know, throw games off here and there and just, just wish for a play-in. We want to go secure a spot. Wow. Sure. Here's the standings. It's a little bit crowded. You can ignore the left side of your screen because those are the good teams. On the right side of the screen, we've got the play-in, and then we've got the Jazz, and then we've got the Blazers, and then we've got the Lakers. Basically, every team except the Spurs and Rockets. And the Rockets. Despite what your guy Shingoon is trying to do. I mean, it's everybody else. That's right. Uh, What's your reaction to Ham's lofty expectations? That's exactly how he should feel. Well, they got 23 games left. Here's the deal, guys. They go 12 and 11 or worse, they're missing everything. Okay, that's it. They go 14 and 9, they will be in the play-in. And if they go 16 and 7, Ooh, I think they could get the 6 seed. Really? 16 and 7? Yeah, that if they, 16 and 7, I think would get, that would put them depending on what you think and we we just saw the standings there. And Dallas right now is unsettled. I think it's safe to say say, that would be the team, right? And this is what the Lakers have going for them. It's not just the sixth easiest schedule. It's also the fact that as far as the best teams this year in the regular season, they don't play Denver again. They don't play any of the top four teams in the East again. Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, or Cleveland. So the toughest games they have remaining are against, record-wise, are against Memphis, which has not been as good as its record suggests the next couple months. Golden State, potentially, but they get at least one of those games without Steph. And some teams that we think are not necessarily trying to win games. And, of course, you do get Patrick Beverly twice and the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls, whether Beverly recognizes it or not, it is in their best interest to try to lose as many games as possible because they give up their pick to Orlando unless it's in the top four. So they probably want to be, if they're not going to be good, they want to be terrible. I don't know what they're going to try to do, but I think the Bulls are very good. So you have eight games, if you looked at that, against bad-ish teams. Mm -hmm. Can you go seven and one against the bad teams? No, they Did, are a bad. They're team. a bad-ish team. So, but so let's talk about that for a second. Since the opening twelve games, they're twenty-five and twenty-two. That's I'm not I'm not throwing it out, Brew, but that is a nearly fifty-game sample of them playing not like a great team, but certainly not like a bad team. Do we all agree 
that the trades they made at the deadline should make them a better team than they had been the previous couple months. Yes. Yes. Should. So, and obviously, if AD misses three weeks here, it's done. If LeBron misses a few weeks here, it's done. But Darvin Ham saying, can we go 16? He's not saying 16 and 7, but I think that's what it would take. I don't think that is an impossible. It's not like we got to go 21 and 2, boys. Let's go get it done. Given the schedule and given the new roster, I think that should be the goal. What I agree with you on is this is what he should be saying. Sure. All right, this is what any coach worth his salt would say. And I do think he's also sending a message with the way he emphasized playing every game. There's no giveaways. He's sending a message to LeBron, but more importantly, Anthony Davis. Like, look, we got to play. And AD said, too, that every game is important. If every game's important, Anthony Davis, then play every game. Play every game, Mm -hmm. all right? And so I like what he said. He's got two top ten players when they're healthy, right? They're only three games out in the loss column from number six, so he should feel this way. That's what he should say. The reality it's play-in or bust. They're not getting the six seed. They got to leap seven teams. Well, All right, it's not problem. just about how many games you're going to win. It's about if it's any of the those other teams, teams get have hot, to be losing. Right. I mean, Minnesota's actually played well. Now I know they made some trades with yeah. D'Angelo Russell leaving, so maybe they won't be as good. But Dallas, Golden State, Portland, those are among the teams they have to leap. So I don't see them making that jump. Now I think they'll get in the play-in. But it's going, they're going to have to earn their way into the actual playoffs by winning the play-in. Let me, let me show you the new acquisitions here. Yeah. D'Angelo, he's 17.3, uh, six assists, pretty good. Shooting okay. Beasley, uh, Hachimura, yeah. and Vanderbilt. So they're all contributing, so it should work. So, Nick, here's the question. Do you think that this could backfire? That so. you want them going... What do you want them going? Uh, no, I said 16 12 and 11 16 or worse. Or 16 and 16 and everything. Do you think yeah. they could get tight? Lose a close game here or there? Lose tight? A, yeah, lose, lose a game on like a bad call. They were upset about that. That it, they, they start to get tight and be like, man, every game feels like a lot of pressure. And they no, I don't think they're I, – I think 23 games is too much of the season for them to be thinking – for the, all of a sudden the pressure to get to them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for LeBron – None of these games will be among the how many playoff well, he games said LeBron played? Among the they, 23, 23 most regular important season. regular season games. <laughs> and they're not which, even by that. the way, I thought about that because initially I laughed at that quote. It actually makes sense because he hasn't played. It's not like for LeBron's career prior to his final year in Cleveland, really. They were never like, I might not make the playoffs. That's right. And then his first in Los Angeles, he was injured at the end. And so I actually understand what he's saying there. But can, can we get everyone on the record here? Oh, sure. Because, you know, we're going to go on vacation here shortly. Yeah, Games are going to be played. Very shortly. And yeah. tomorrow is First Things First with Chris Broussard featuring more Chris Broussard. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. we've ever done. Brew, at the end of the regular season, what seed do you oh, think the seed? Lakers are at? Uh, I haven't thought about it that deep. I think they'll make the play in. Um, I will say nine. Nine? Yeah. Ninth seed. So, oh, you've got them in the play in? No, I have them. I have them. Yeah, you got them in the play in. Nine. I'm going to have them the miss play-in. the play in. That's really? Yeah. yeah. Why not? And I've got, got them, and I've got them getting you don't to really the, believe it. I've got yes, them I, getting I just, to yeah, the. Yeah, but you. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. I've got them getting to the eight line. And there is a – by the way, should be noted, there's a significant difference between eight and nine. Because eight, got to just win one of Mm -hmm. your two playing games. Nine, got to go two for two. And that is significant, especially if you're talking about them having a chance in round one. If you have played essentially back-to-back game sevens, and then you start off, hey, now you're playing Denver and the greatest player we've seen in modern NBA history. I'll give you this. If they make the play-in, win the play-in. Denver Denver regardless of where they are. Yeah, because then they're rolling. Nah, they're, yeah. nah, they're rolling. Uh, they're feeling cat. good Correct. about themselves. We got a new squad. We obviously yeah. got two great players. Nah, yeah, I think you're good. Nah, they'd be rolling. Okay. Denver Wilds, would not win. Wilds is on the record. Yeah. The Lakers are missing the play-in entirely. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right. Good. We'll Sorry. see how that one ages. Yeah. It'll age fine. They're not a good team. Okay. Yeah. That's Only fine. the Rockets and Spurs are worse. You act like it's a hot take. <laughs> All right, now we're at a fun part of the oh, show. Oh, yes. Can we see the Eastern Conference standings, oh, please? I got a little something. Here they are. Celtics, Bucks. Well, these are the odds. Sixers. Sorry. Yeah. These are the odds. Cavs. Shout out to Donovan Mitchell. And the Heat with Kevin Love. Nets not on there anymore. Brew, we checked the bylaws. 
You're going to be allowed to make a new pick. But Why? first, you want to go, hold on, first, because I checked the bylaws. I just said okay. it. Okay. I don't think you even said it right. This is a clip we're going to play when we made our finals predictions, just to set oh. the stage. Oh, Take a listen. Y'all surprising me, huh? My pick in the East, Nick, you're going to get a good laugh, but I'm going to have the last laugh. Oh! Because it's redemption time for KD. No, we're not doing it. It's redemption time for Ben Simmons. It's redemption time for my man Kyrie Irving. Yes, I've got the Nets getting out of the East. Ben Simmons. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Nope. I got one more. Well, there's more? Well, and then Nick and I sense that we're entering a little bit of troubled waters. Yeah, I think Kyrie and had been, you know, temporarily kicked off the team for Instagram posts. And we asked if you were worried. Yeah. This clip is from <laughs> early <laughs> December. Take a this listen. This was comedy. <laughs> but I am optimistic. That's oh, not the question. It's not called are you optimistic. what I see are in you Brooklyn. No. Okay, I'm a bit... I got a bit of bit of trepidation. I, I got a bit of trepidation, but I, I gotta be honest. I'm optimistic. I see room for growth. And I'll admit, Boston's better. Milwaukee's better right now. So that's why right you now, should say I'm you're a worried. Little, a little, a little worried. A little. <laughs> okay. Hold on. What what followed that take? I don't know. I don't, who I don't knows? Know. I, I, I didn't even know that was coming. 18 and 3 straight. Right. That's okay. what followed. Right. All right. He's Bro, right. If you want to hang on, well, just say I'm hanging on to the Nets and we'll go to break. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk Lamar Jackson. No, this want, is the reason okay, I we'll said you then. read the bylaws wrong. Okay. I would stay with the Nets because I'm about take integrity. <laughs> The bylaws won't allow it. The bylaws won't allow it. There is an incompetency clause. There's an incompetency clause where if your team, if your pick trades two future Hall of Famers, two perennial All-Stars, and gets none in return, it's incompetency on that team's front office, and you are obligated to make another pick. (laughs) So I got to. So next. I tried to rock with you, but you traded Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. All right, so here we go. Okay. Let me start with this. <laughs> and I'm serious. This is unbelievable. We know. I hope I'm wrong. Okay. This is your you're hedging on your front. No, you can just, pick I'm any just, team. Why are you saying no, I hope I'm wrong already? Hear, hear me out. Okay. I would We're love listening. for Giannis Antetokounmpo oh, okay. to win his second championship. Oh, so emotionally you're saying Emo- Yes. Got because it. you know this, Nick. If he wins his second championship, now all the conversations, no yeah. right, they really get interesting. Yeah. Love it. Can he ever be the can greatest he player the conversation? Yeah, Who sure. knows? I so him. I think it would be fantastic. <laughs> yes, yes, you did pick him. But. I, after really grinding this out last night, I was deep into the film study. <laughs> the best team in the Eastern Conference is the Boston Celtics. Okay. They, Jason Tatum is better than he was a year ago. And remember, this was my pick a year ago. I rolled with them all the way to the finals and then went with Golden State. And, I, and they, they didn't treat a brother wrong. So, Boston, Jason Tatum is better. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is better. Mm-hmm. They're shooting much better from three-point land. And now, remember the defense was, oh, they don't care about yeah. defense anymore. It's gotten a lot better. Yeah, now that Robert Williams is back, Great. their defense with Robert Williams yeah. is four points better. You know, four points, fewer points allowed yeah. better as far as defensive rating than the best defense in the NBA. So they okay. got it on both sides of the ball. I think Boston wins the Can Eastern Conference. Okay. Emotionally, because though, I Bruce like Giannis. just referenced that, you know, that's why he rode with them last year. Yeah, which was I, I also so World after, Series it finals. Was, it yeah. was also World after, Cup, after his nailed. Nets, which was his actual pick, got swept by them in round one. Yep. I understand that was sports it? television, yeah, know, yeah, that it was close. is, you know, there's a bit of theater and character playing. But just because I... And Mr. Consistency oh, true. does is. not mean really? you, you, you have do to not be believe Mr. In the inconsistency. You do not. I have, be- by the way, though, here's what I have. Done. Thanks to your hold on. Wait one moment, <laughs> sir. Thanks to your wonderful wife. I have a live look at Brew grinding the tape last night. And before he came up with this pick, can we show it to America? Because this is Brew. I mean, that's what it looks like. That? That's what it is. Oh, that's that, that, the brew. Yeah. And so, I, the idea that you are 
just going to – I would agree with you that you should be able to pick a new team. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you why I think you're even picking the wrong team. If the trades, no one could have seen them coming. But the two guys who got traded demanded a trade – before you picked them. But they rescinded those yeah. trades. And demands. some of us said that, ah, we think it might come back. And some of us were ten toes down, bass in our voice, I mean, chest out for oh, the next. Stop. Let me but, tell you, here's yeah. what Nick does. What See, does Nick do? Be right? Nick, we don't talk about Nick's picks. What? The, the Philadelphia 70. Have we spent 15 no, seconds talk about talking right about that's the Philadelphia 76 right on this show? Because he don't believe in the Sixers. The Dallas Mavericks, I you have like all they, but abandoned them since they went to Kyrie Irving. Okay. You know that. Well, listen, but, I don't, but because I don't love, they call you Mr. Consistency, yeah, I don't you love that they added Kyrie. However, I am not going to flip-flop when they are still very viable. And the Sixers, right now, Over the last 40 games, I believe they have the best record in the NBA, certainly in the Eastern Conference. Embiid is playing as well as any player in basketball. Harden has accepted his role. To me, the question that the Eastern Conference will most likely come down to, and this is where Boston is in a good position, is who gets the one seed. Not because home court advantage is that important, but because yes, I agree they, they're three, with respect to the Cavs and Donovan, they are a piece away, I believe, if not more. And they're young. And they're young. And it, the difference between having to beat one of the other three great teams in the conference yep. and having to beat them Agreed. both is massive. And so Boston is in the pole position there, and I give them credit for and that. It, but it's but I think close. Philly might be able to run them down. Mm-hmm. And with, with Giannis potentially missing some time, I might – I, all of us kind of emotional, wild Celtics fans, so maybe it's a little different. I'm but, not you, really, right but now. I mean, it's kind of. But regardless, <laughs> we all love Giannis and it'd be nice to see him win it. And it's good but I think him. Philly is, I don't want to say do, but they have, Embiid has had some bad luck and bad fortune in postseasons. I wonder if oh, that can turn. Due. And they have, you're talking about how good the Celtics defense has been of late. Sixers even's been excellent all year long, and I like the minor tweaks they made at the deadline. I like Philly. Embiid is due, Harden is due, Doc Rivers is due. I don't love They're the Doc due. part of it. I, yeah, I bet you don't. And, don't. and James Harden either <laughs> in the playoffs. Bro, just for the record, your finals prediction is now Warriors versus Celtics, a rematch. We'll see. What? <laughs> it's, it's Celtics in the East. Why? They why have, what hold on. Wilds, what do I bring to the show? I flip Cogent analysis. No, analysis is when things happen. I analyze. Where in the bylaws All right? does he get to pick I analyze. What did the there Warriors has been do? a seismic shift Weisman? in the Western okay. Conference. We'll get to that later. But okay. there's been a okay. seismic shift. Coming up next, Aaron Rodgers. Out of his darkness retreat. Are I'm going to analyze go this. To it. He went in the darkness. We shouldn't analyze it. That shouldn't factor in now <laughs> to our opinions. Golly. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his darkness retreat after seeing these pictures. What's this music? This, this is, is the darkness went. retreat music that Hawks picked. These are the pictures of the facility in Southern Oregon, which at first I was kind of thinking it was silly. All of a sudden, there's availability in uh, September. <laughs> I, I might go there. Oh, you like it, huh? Yeah, I think it'd be wonderful. That cave? Come on. Look out at the beautiful nature. Uh, here's the... Uh, description. 300 square foot room in which Rogers spent his time is a partially underground structure devoid of light. It's got a queen bed. Nice. I thought it was going to be a twin bed. No, it's queen. Uh, bathroom and a meditation like mat. Fully powered and the lights can be turned on from inside the room. That last part, yeah, I gotta I say, I think it's a that. flaw in the system. No, you can also open the door. You get meals. Yeah, but you shouldn't be able to turn That's on the light. That's a lot of... First of all, you, you can, can open the door if you want light. What? No, well, it's, you don't know what time it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. <laughs> on McAfee, Rogers said he'd, quote, have a better sense of where he's at in his life post-retreat, which is where we are at now. The Packers probably will know what's going on, too. Nick? Oh, Coach, Super Bowl champion uh, 
Coach Mangini is here. Uh, but, Nick, you're high on a Rodgers trade. Why? Yeah, I just think the Packers, it, listen, he's 39, he's going to be 40 this year. The list of quarterbacks who have been very good at his age, Brett Favre had one good year at that age, and then he was bad at 39 and bad at 41, but was good at 40. He was half Bert, bad at 39. Okay, sorry. <laughs> half, my, you coached him. Yeah. I understand. My bad. But it was, he was... The, but he was very good the next year in Minnesota and then very bad his final year. I would have liked that. Yeah, that, that first one. Brady, obviously, and one year of Warren Moon. We also are seeing the clear deterioration from the, pre, the MVP years to last year, and it makes sense. And you have an investment in Jordan Love. And he's wildly he, meaning Rodgers, is expensive. The question I would have is this, Coach. It, when we are talking about where he could go, and I, am, I promise, Wilds, I'm not saying this to tweak you. Okay. Why are the Patriots not involved? No, just hold on a second. You're you were open to the idea well. of Brady coming back for emotional reasons, but also because he could give you a boost. Sure. Belichick is the oldest coach in the NFL, or he or Pete Carroll, one of the two. They, they are having down years. They have the cap space. They have the excellent defense. They now have a real offensive coordinator. We had said, people had said for years, what would Rodgers look like if he had that type of defensive support, that type of coaching? Why would that team, even if it's just for a one-year rental type of thing, and then you give the reins back to Mac Jones, why would they not be one of the leading candidates to call up Green Bay? Because I, they're not going to trade him to San Francisco, even if San Francisco had the cap space. With it. They want to trade him to the, to the AFC, I would imagine. The Raiders are going to be top of mind, I know. But why would the Patriots not be on there? I don't know. I think they should be, and I think the Packers should turn the page. So the Patriots are going to get rid of the all-time legend, greatest player ever, because they felt like he was too old and too expensive. And then they're going to go trade for another guy who's in a very similar boat, who runs a completely different offensive system, a completely different team that have to change everything in terms of of what they believe philosophically to accommodate that. And and it's a one-year rental and give up on a, the first-round draft pick. I don't know that they, you're giving up on Mac Jones. You're putting him to the side for a year, letting him let that him recover. That would be two years of messing with his mind. Well, okay. Well, you guys are fine with him putting Jordan Love on ice for ten years. Yeah, he, he, he hadn't played though. He hadn't made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, I'm not so much worried about the hurt feeling component <laughs> of of the quarterback. Yeah, like that that part to me. If if, if they thought it was a reasonable way to to get to where they need to get to, it's just it's just a hard thing to imagine them not keeping Brady and then trying to go get Rodgers. I I agree with Nick in that they should trade him because, one, like you said, he's shown a decline. And and when he declined a few years ago and then came back and won the MVPs, he was younger. Twice. Twice. But he was younger. Like, do I expect him at 39 to bounce back the way he did a few years ago? No. And when he was at his best – when he won his four MVPs, you didn't even get to the Super Bowl. Forget winning the Super Bowl. You didn't even get there. Now I'm supposed to believe that Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. He's 70% of the player he used to be, and they're going to win a Super Bowl. I get it, the NFC is weak, but still, I don't think he's winning a Super Bowl because he didn't do it when he was at his best. And he was all in in those years. I don't know that he's all in. He's got to sit in the dark to even figure out if he wants to play you know, football. You know what's great about those years? He was mad. He was angry. He didn't feel like he had the right contract. He didn't feel like he had enough support. He didn't feel like he had a say in what the personnel was. He had, he had an axe to grind. He was motivated. Then he gets the big contract. They concede on, on he can have input on person. Get him angry again. Get him mad. Get him, get him to the point where he's going to prove everybody wrong. Because that's what happened. When, when he was in that spot, they drafted Jordan Love. Nothing right. made him angrier than that. But what again, did he do? Coach, he responded hmm. by being okay. all in and being but really How good. far did they go? Well, I don't those know. teams were better. Okay, he got beat by Jimmy G. Well, 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 let's compartmentalize. Maybe they didn't go as far as they hoped they'd go, but they got a two-time MVP quarterback when he was in that situation. So go shake. Like, don't let him go to the dark. Go shake up that house. Whoa. Turn on the lights. Like, <laughs> make well, whatever you need to do to to get him. Well, if they aggravated. try to trade him and can't, that'll That's upset him. So maybe <laughs> only one entrance. Keep the. Oh, invaders at bay. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to give you a fourth option nobody's talking about. So it's either he comes back and plays, option number mm-hmm. one. He comes back, gets traded, option number two, or he retires, option number three. No one's talking about the fourth option, 
where he comes back, is not that good, and then all of a sudden it's Jordan Love time. Kind of like Eli Manning started two games, went 0-2. He didn't even play that bad. He had 556 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And they're like, you know what? Daniel Jones That could happen. Do you think that could happen? I think the Packers want to start Jordan Love week one. Oh. And I think that they are, I think they made a massive mistake in the contract they gave Aaron, how they structured it, all of it. And they thought, listen, we'll deal with, you know, we'll rob Peter to pay Paul because we think Peter can get us a Super Bowl this year. They, they didn't, and now, they're, and now they're paying that price. But I think they, you know, Mark Schlereth uh, said, you know, talked with, you know, called a lot of these games, and he said to me a month ago that, he thinks the reason the Packers didn't need to play Jordan, those games that I was advocating he play, was because they know they are picking up his fifth-year option and right. that he is playing for them week one of next season. Mm. And so I do think that there is a team that will trade for Aaron. Now, are you going to be able to get a King's ransom for him? No. I don't, I don't think you're going to this, like, the package you got for Russell Wilson or any of that. I don't think that exists at all because of his age and his contract. But I think they'll be able to trade him because I don't think the retirement threat is credible. Because everyone knows all he has to do is not retire and he gets $60 million. And so I think someone will trade for him. I do. Yeah, but part of, part of trading for him is he's got to be happy with wherever he's going. And that's a process, too, because right. he's got to make sure he, he, he's not going to make, the, he's not gonna make this easy. And he could easily tell whatever club that tries to trade for him, I'm not going to show up. But okay. he will be angry, Coach. Oh. Yeah. He will be angry. <laughs> he's he's angry. Don't you think he's real angry with he Belichick? Be Belichick, that mean <laughs> coaching? Come on. That, yeah, go that'd be right. uh, okay, before we go, we're going to turn our attention to the world of Netflix. Oh. Where, we got a report that Mahomes is featured in a new Netflix docu-series, uh, appropriately oh, titled Quarterback. Okay. Also in the uh, Marcus Mariota, also in it. And Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins. Yep. It's an odd trio. So, well, it's, you know. And it's already Bruce, we'll so if people don't know like about it. it. It's already all it's done. done right? it, it's from mic'd up from this year. So there's actually a great trio. For this show, because I would imagine Kirk Cousins' parts will include our or Greg Jennings saying he could win league MVP, dark horse candidate. And I would imagine that the Mahomes stuff will talk about the only show that, or person I should say, not show that believed in him. However, that is not why I'm interested in seeing this. Eric Bieniemy just was announced as Washington's offensive coordinator, had a press conference today, and I think really well dealt with some of what I would consider kind of unfair criticism he's received. And Patrick actually just tweeted about what a great man, leader, and coach Bieniemy is. <clears throat> we are now going to get to see, in re- not in real time, but essentially in real time, in game, how much does Eric Bieniemy talk to Patrick? How much impact does he have on the offense? How, you know what I mean? Is he simply, the way some people try to make him out to be, just kind of following Andy's lead? Or, as I saw in the first Super Bowl they won, talking to Patrick before they called the most critical play of the game, mm-hmm. let's run Wasp. And so I think it'll be cool to see Patrick go throughout the season and the Chiefs with the nobody believes in this stuff. But I also think it'll give us a real insight into what Eric Bieniemy was doing as the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs en route to them winning the Super Bowl at, before he now takes a new job in Washington. No, that's a great take. I like I'm excited that. to see absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, and family stuff, too. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's Jackson will probably. Wilds guy Jackson will probably make a rock with Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. 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 In, a, in a major way. Yeah. All right. Everybody dislikes him. Yeah, Not OKW. I'm rooting for you, Jackson. <laughs> uh, will Russ help or hurt the Clippers next? First things first. Oh. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Here's Russ back in L.A. This time he's wearing a Clippers uniform. Or that's actually a T-shirt. Clippers currently 33-28 and 28 in fourth place, host Sacramento. Uh, their next game out of the All-Star break. Here's Russ talking about his new team. Take a listen. Any normal human being in any situation in the workplace and somebody that 
a lot of teammates and people that want you here is uh, very important um, to me. I, I value that a lot, just uh, being in this league a long time and being somewhere that people want you and they embrace you, and um, that meant a lot to me. I think for me it's just finding my way to be able to help other guys is something I truly embrace, and you know that's what I would do, make sure I can make the game easy for all these guys that are here, <clears throat> find out their spots, what they like, what they don't like, um, and that's going to be a process for me, but um, I'm ready for the challenge and looking forward to it. Okay. Sounds great and excited. Brew, you used to love the Clippers. We used to refer I to the Clippers as once. your Clippers. I picked no, them no. Once. You picked I picked them, them once, once and all of a sudden they were my They Clippers. were your Clippers. They, are are yeah. people sleeping on your Clippers? I think they're sleeping a little bit. Now, look, obviously, on paper, Phoenix is the best team in the West. Golden State's about to make a charge. Trust me. They're about to make a charge. And then you got a group of three. The Clippers, the Nuggets, the Mavericks, well, more than a group of three, the Mavericks, the Grizzlies, all them in there. The Clippers are in that batch, and I think the Clippers might be the team out of that batch that's the best. Not a lot of respect. All right, I I think they have a chance to get to the Western Conference Finals. I really do give them a good chance, and I think Russell help them. Like this notion that, and I've said for years, yeah, that's what that Russell Westbrook will not, cannot lead, cannot be the number one guy on a championship team. But this notion that he can't win at all, he was the number two guy in Oklahoma City, and they were. Hold on, let me finish. They were consistently one of the best teams in the league. They beat Tim Duncan in the playoffs. But hold on. Hold on. I'm not going back that far. That's seven he, years when ago. When he was in Houston, yeah. that Houston team with James Harden, especially over the second half of the season, Westbrook played tremendously, and they were good. They got beat by LeBron and AD. How about UCLA no shame in Love. that. Okay? <laughs> no, but Houston wasn't that long. That was, Nick always that was tells us the bubble ago. was just it was a couple three years, years ago. ago. All right. My point is, Russell Westbrook in Washington. How long ago was Washington? I don't remember. He put on a late-season charge. It was after Houston. That got them into the playoffs. All right? And they weren't that good as a team. So, my point is this. Russell Westbrook off the bench. I'm not not looking at you as a bench. They haven't decided. They haven't said that they have not decided whether he's starting or coming off the bench. bench. Okay. All right. If he's off the bench, I love it for them. I think okay. they need a downhill player. They need a guy to create offense for other guys. They're 25th in the league in pace. He will improve that. And Kawhi He's... and George are the men. They need to keep Terrence okay. Mann in the starting lineup. They're not going to. Ty Lue is all, or Ty Lue or Lawrence Frank, one of the two, is on the record that they look at uh, Terrence Mann more as like a shooting guard. Well, he's forward. not a true point. Right. There's no doubt. But neither is Russell. Russell Westbrook is going to start. Maybe not the, immediately. I Guaranteed. How do you? Why? Why do you say that? Because all of the people who cover the team say that's the plan. They've said that's, yesterday that okay. they haven't made a decision okay, yet. Okay, that he's going to start, and he's going to kill him. And Brew, you, you, this is what is baffling to me. You have said correctly that as great as he is, it could be the Iverson trajectory, and it is that. We are living not it and quite. seeing it. AI would not We're, come off the bench. And Bruce, AI refused and to come off the bench. And tooth and nail to not come off the bench. And then when he did, he was so unhappy about it that in the game LeBron broke the all-time scoring record, you know who led the Lakers in shot attempts? Russ. The, was he, he sulking the, like Anthony no, Davis? No, that's a different right, issue entirely. But here's the other problem. We all agree that this is a playoff move for them, right? Can we look at what Russell Westbrook does to his teams? And I'm sorry, unlike Brew, I'm going to talk about things that have happened in the last half decade. Oh, good. uh, In the playoffs. We can show you. So, with the Wizards. Oh, Wizards. Wow. Yeah. Last half decade. Didn't I mention it? Rockets. Wow. And it's a disaster each time. That's my point. With the Wizards, when he was on the court in the playoffs, they're outscored by 15 points. When he was off the court, they were still bad, but better. With the Rockets, they were awful with them on. Won the games with him off. The Thunder. If he's playing that role, they're in trouble. Brew, but you... What are we talking about? Do you think Ty Ty Lue can coach? Yeah. Then why in the world would he hand the ball to Russell Westbrook and say, go lead our team for 35 minutes when I got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on I think that Russell... If you put Russell Westbrook on the court, he is going to be Russell Westbrook. 
All I have to prove that is his 15-year career. He wouldn't defer to KD. He wouldn't defer to Harden. He wouldn't defer to anyone. And he actually a- did defer to Harden. Oh, not, not in a way that helped, that led to winning basketball. He can't. Guys, again, I, I hate to be someone that sounds like a Russell Westbrook hater mm-hmm. because I love the player he was. And I respect the player he became, all of it. But we have nothing but volumes of evidence that he cannot contribute to winning basketball at this phase of his career. It's because you, you, he was in a different role in all of those situations. You're inventing a fake role. You, you think they want him to be the Russell Westbrook of OKC? No, no go ahead, Wilds. We want him to be the player that he is, the MVP, well, of they, the Hall of Famer. Every team has said that. Well, that's well, Ty Lue so you said. think they're going to give him? Well, I don't know. Just, Ty Lue and Lawrence okay. Frank do not know what can, they're doing if they're about to bro, give Russell Westbrook I, the basketball and say, go Hold be on. Russ. If he doesn't have the basketball on offense, how on earth can he help you? He can help you in the second unit. But, that's my point. He is, if he's your starting point guard which he will. and your third most important player, yeah. Then they're in trouble. Okay, well, then they're but in trouble. But if he's coming off the bench, he can be the third most important player if he's coming off the bench giving you 15 and but 7. But that wasn't like that the did, idea with was the he Lakers. Not, didn't, he didn't contribute to the Lakers this year? No, he was terrible. He Bro, it was all was, Russell's fault. No, no. That had nothing to do with wait, Anthony Davis hold on a second. not playing. Hold on a second. Had nothing wait, to do with wait, LeBron not no, playing. No, 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 no. Bro, and other I, guys that couldn't I'm not going to let you do that to me. What? That is, I, it was all Russell Westbrook no, in L.A.? I, no. I, I, at no point did I say that. But you asked Didn't me. just say that? No, I said he was terrible. I, oh, there were a okay. lot of reasons the Lakers are in the position they're in. I am not at all putting it all on Russell Westbrook. Not in the least. But I am also not going to pretend he was part of the solution. Well, was there was no solution. Of, he was bad. Did you think he was good with the Lakers? I thought this year off the bench he was okay. Okay, I do I not think he was the problem. I didn't say he was the, the problem. I said he was bad. Well, you say he was terrible. He was That's terrible. He w- yeah, no, God he played was 27 one, minutes a night. Not the problem, but one of the, one of the major problems, of course. I just, I, if they use him correctly, there he'll is, be okay. And I guess my point is I don't think there's a correct way to use him. Allen Iverson could have been okay off the bench that, had he accepted it. Russ, I, Russ I, that's accepting the, it. That's the conundrum because I'll finish the Ty Lue quote. He said he wants him to be the MVP, the Hall of Famer, everything he brings every night. And then we just got to make sure that it's in the confines of our team. Yeah. Like and those he two also, things don't and, well, exist. hold on. He's saying the one stuff to make Russ feel good. We want him to, Russ be Russ. They all said Russ be Russ, be the MVP. Hubs but he said in our confines. I know, but and he also said if he's not helping us, I'm going to tell him. Didn't he say that? Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll but work. that does. Yeah, that'll, it'll work great. Okay. Listen, I'm it'll sure. Work. It didn't this work be, in the same This will be the time. This will be the time. It's different. Watch. Bruce Clippers. I'm not picking the Bruce. I mean, it sounds like it. No, I'm just saying they're going to be better with us. <laughs> That's all. Warriors in L.A. tonight. No Steph, but the Warriors PR team was kind enough to release this arcane statement. I'll read it to you. Golden State Warriors guard Stephen Curry, who has missed the last five, five, games after suffering partial tears to his superior tibiofibular ligaments, an interosseous membrane, <laughs> as well as a contusion to his left lower leg on February 4th versus Dallas, was recently reevaluated. The reevaluation indicated that Curry's making good progress. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, Brew? He'll be reevaluated again in one week. One week. The other key part of that. Uh, Brew, that I know you were worried about the part. partial tear to the superior tibiofibular ligaments. Are you still a believer in the Warriors, though? Well. Without Steph Curry, I mean, what are the Warriors? But he's coming back. Yeah, hopefully. He'll be oh, reevaluated oh, in a week. No, he'll be back. He'll be back. You but know here, what's coming. Here's what I'll say. You're not doing yeah. Wild, conference. Uh, what do I bring to the show? Cogent analysis. Let's flop. Okay, no. It's called cogent analysis. Yes, oh. it is. What did I say earlier? I used the phrase seismic shift. Yes. Let me ask you this. <laughs> if, if, if Giannis Antetokounmpo was traded to Philadelphia, and they kept Embiid and Harden, would I not? Would it not be wise? Would it be crazy to say, 
they're going to win the oh, It'd be foolish not to. So my point is this. Kevin Durant, this is what I'm telling you. <laughs> the best team in the Western Conference, Dick. I know you want to stand by. I picked Dallas. What am I? What do they say, Wilds? Mr. I'm Mr. Consistent. You don't believe I, in Dallas any more than you believe in the Houston Rockets. That's not true. Okay? I, I, but you said that about the Dallas. This, this is what I'm spot. saying. This is the coaching announcement. Okay. I'm ready for it. The best team in the Western Conference, on paper, if they're healthy, are the Phoenix Okay, Suns. then let me ask you this. Period. All right, let me ask you this. So you believe in the Warriors against every other team they could play in the playoffs but Phoenix? Yes. Okay, th- you know what? Uh, the, I mean, I, I go ahead and throw up the graphic oh. that we have. I mean, I do just, believe that. I mean, it's again, bro. This they is, will uh, get it together. This is even older really, than it was the first time. It's really <laughs> embarrassing for no, you. No, hold on. But here's... Who's the best team on paper in the West? The Suns are the best team on paper. Okay. That doesn't mean they're So you're win. saying the same thing the I'm saying. The Suns are the Nets so, were the best Dallas team on paper. Dallas is going to beat us. The, the, I, I want to well, talk the about Nets the Warriors here. I want to talk about the Warriors here. I think we're going to talk about the Suns in a moment. I want to talk about the Warriors here. This is the season from hell, man. Draymond well, punches a guy. Ago. Yep. They can't win on the road. Yep. They only have more. The only teams they have more road wins than are Houston and San Antonio. Steph has now been hurt. They traded Wiseman for nothing. Because they traded him for Gary Payton, but then it's like, hey, Gary Payton might Can't not play. play it all year. Kaminga has gotten worse. Moody has gotten worse. Poole has stayed the exact I, I same. I don't know that Kaminga's gotten worse. He certainly hasn't gotten better. His efficiency has gone down. Played, he's actually given them some good minutes. No doubt. No question. Oh, okay. Well, he gave them some good minutes last year. And yeah, uh, he, the, if you look I at I wouldn't his, say worse. Okay. Stayed the same. How about has not taken that's, any, that's any type of leap? When that's what they were anticipating, they're a bad defensive team. This is this Warriors team absolutely is at risk. As I I asked all year, at what point can they be a mediocre team and us not acknowledge they're a mediocre team? I said at 30 games, at 40 games, at 50 games. Well, we're going to get to 60, and they're going to be a mediocre team. And do I think they're going to make the play-in? <clears throat> Probably. But I'm not certain of it, and the Steph thing concerns me, and yeah. I see no way they can win multiple playoff rounds. The idea that the only team that can beat them in the West is Phoenix is lunacy to me. They're not a good team. We have no evidence they're a good team. The West, after Phoenix, the West is open. Everybody's in transition. The Clippers, the Lakers, the Mavericks. What about the Denver? Nuggets? Denver has one star. Best All right, and ever. that's why that's why nobody expects Jokic to win a championship. It's because his ne- LeBron hasn't won a championship without a second star. Jokic is going to do it. Jamal Murray's on the team. Scored He's 50 not in a playoff a star. game. Aaron oh, Gordon is he a star? Was an All Star this year? No, I'm just saying. Okay. The ones, I don't know. The go ahead. You know uh, sorry, Warriors 22 and seven at home. 20, uh, seven and 22 on the road. Yeah. KD practicing, not playing. Target date is next Wednesday against the Hornets. Weird. It's been out since January 8th. That's not fixing your hair wild. I'm trying my best. <laughs> Nick, are you surprised slash worried? Katie's still a week away. You're missing the part you're trying tell. to fix. Right. There you go, buddy. Just, I, listen, I got to tell you, Brew. I am worried about this. I When Durant got hurt on January 8th, right. it, they're now saying he's going to play March 1st, so almost two months. When I heard Durant say, you know, I really want to participate in the All-Star game, I took that to mean maybe he will, maybe he won't, but he will definitely be right. back as soon as the All-Star game's over. Well, that's the game tomorrow. And this is why I don't feel like an idiot for not just saying the Suns are going to win the West. Because we can show it to you. Look at their four best guys. All of them are to various levels right. an injury concern. All of them. And they're the two most important in Durant and Chris Paul – are massive injury concerns. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I I think this team on paper has everything you want. There's no doubt about it. But the injuries thing are, to me, a, a bigger concern for the Nets than any team in the league, the including, Suns. I'm sorry, for the Suns, than any team in the league, including the Lakers right now, no. or the Clippers. Well, all of whom have I don't know that I put them ahead of the Lakers. I mean, I, I would be shocked if LeBron James and Anthony Davis play every game going forward. Well, even if you even just not including back to backs, like I would be because LeBron supposedly has this foot injury, this sure. foot ailment, right? 
And then I know he got hurt on the rim. His, okay, his then hands the fine. second most important. Okay, most maybe second. Concerned. Yeah, and AD, come on. He hadn't put four weeks together of straight basketball yet. Um, but I agree. I mean, you have to bake in. That's why I always uh, say if healthy. Because there's no doubt. I mean, Kevin Durant hasn't played 55 ga- more than 55 games in four years. Chris Paul has gotten hurt in the playoffs. Okay, so even if he gets to the playoffs, okay, he could get hurt. So that's fair. But I- I'm with you then, and that I did think Durant. I didn't want him to play an All-Star game. No, but I thought. But he I thought he'd be right, right away. And and for a team that does need to develop some cohesiveness, well, that's the other you would thing. think he'd be right. But I think they're trying to err on the side of caution. So he'll miss two games. That means together they'll have 20 games. Are you worried? That 20 games isn't enough. He, of all superstars, he's the one you can drop into any system because he doesn't need to dominate the ball, and neither does Booker. I agree with that. I'm not worried about Durant fitting in. I am a little worried how it affects Booker. Mm-hmm. And, Booker and, doesn't need to dominate the ball either. But does he, doesn't he dominate the ball, but has Booker ever been on a team his entire basketball life? Since Kentucky, I guess his NBA where he life. wasn't the where he wasn't the guy. number one option. Mm-hmm. No, but like Olympics. I said, everybody else outside of Denver is kind of in flux. Memphis yeah. just has issues. Sure. So okay, coming up next, it's the most motivating oh. segment in all of sports. You know who's not in flux? The Bud List. Light the beam. King, oh, you're a Sacramento Saint, guy. Uh, what? No, I got family there. What? I got I got family. Black History Month is a perfect time to reflect on all of our black heroes. Don't count the days, make the days count is not a quote attributed to a poet or a novelist, but rather boxer Muhammad Ali. Both spiritual and lyrical, there has never been an athlete quite like him. He challenged not only authority, but the way we thought and lived, all the while becoming the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time, and inarguably the most important. Ali was Instagram and TikTok before they existed. Endlessly entertaining, but serious and defiant. He made not only opponents uncomfortable, but our government too. Refusing to support the Vietnam War, saying, you want me to go somewhere and fight, but you won't even stand up for me here at home. Muhammad Ali opened the doors for every athlete to walk through. Welcome back to a big Thursday show. It's the most motivating segment in all sports. It's the Bud List. Uh, yes. It's also the time, Nick, as you know, where we read some viewer mail. Yeah. <laughs> we got another letter here today. Oh, okay. Wow. Huh. Thank you for the letter <laughs> Oh, there's one of the handwritten ones. Well, sometimes, sometimes they're typed. Sometimes, Can you yeah. read? It depends. Yeah. From yeah. a well, very small child. The, the handwriting yeah. looks familiar, to be 100% honest with you. <laughs> Uh, Dear Wilds, love the show. Thank you. We ordered our Bud List home game. We love it. But are there more parts? Did we get all of it? I believe in you. Sincerely, Ryan and Brian. Well, Ryan and Brian, uh, we got this a lot. Because I think people were expecting a lot of... Bells and whistles. A lot of bells and whistles. (laughs) But one of the key parts about the Bud List home game, when you look into it... It's really just a piece of paper and a pen. <laughs> and a, a lot, the onus is on you. And a lot of people say, well, that's too much for the buyer to do. Yeah. Well, that's the difference because here at First Things First, we believe it. <laughs> so, enjoy yes. the game, Ryan and Brian. You write yourself motivational phrases. Yeah, it's and great. I think maybe we should have kept that under wraps yeah. until we sold out fully. <laughs> wow. They're moving. Uh, great All right, market. let's get to yeah, it. Get At to number it. three, Knicks man Joel Embiid. Oh. Now, Joel Embiid has not been uh, quiet about wanting to win an MVP award, and he's certainly playing at an MVP level. He's been great, and he demolished the guy that it looks like is going to win the MVP, Nikola Jokic, for the third straight year. Embiid ate him up head-to-head. So, Joel, control what you can control. You might not be able to control the MVP situation, but you can control the NBA title situation, all right? And you haven't yet even been to the conference finals. So, Joel Embiid, you're playing with a great point guard. Mm. James Harden, when he wants to be a point guard, is phenomenal. He's playing well. Regardless of what you think about Doc Rivers, he is an all-time top 15 coach officially, okay? <laughs> he is officially. He's on the list, all right? 
You got other scores in Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris. And as Nick said earlier, a six-ranked defense in the NBA. So what's the excuse? Yeah. There is no excuse to go deep in the playoffs, if not to the finals, Joel. You got to stay healthy, and he's already talked about a foot ailment. But I saw you out there Sunday night in the All-Star game, so I don't really want to hear about the foot ailment anymore. Go out there and play. And the Sixers do have the toughest remaining schedule in the league. You'd like to get that number one seed so you don't have to beat Milwaukee and Boston in the same postseason. So, Joel... I do believe in you. Go out there and get it done. At number two, if you saw the last segment, you know this brother needs some motivation. Russell Westbrook. Russ, they don't believe. I'm the only one on this set who believes in you, and I got to be honest. I got to be objective. You've been on five teams in five years. (laughs) It's the fifth team you've been on, and the previous four all started saying, we want Russ to be Russ. All right, Russ is going to help us. The previous four, some of them you had a great childhood friend, James Harden, and then they all ended with the other team thinking, we're better off without Russ. All right, so you have a chance, (laughs) Russ, to change the narrative. You have a chance to make people say, you know what? In Houston, it wasn't Russ. It was James Harden. You have a chance to make him say in Washington, he just didn't have enough help. You have a chance to make him say in L.A., it wasn't just Russ. A.D. was never healthy. LeBron, you know, it's hard to play with him. You can change the narrative. If you go to the Clippers and contribute to a deep playoff run, heck, maybe even to the finals, it would change the way people view you, Russ. I believe in you. At number one. All right, Anthony Davis, we stay in L.A. Anthony, it wasn't Russ. It certainly wasn't LeBron James. Wasn't Darvin Ham or Frank Vogel. It's you! It's the fact that you don't stay healthy, or when you do, 70% of the time you don't play up to your potential, or lately, you're sulking. All right, Anthony Davis, you are one of the best players in the world when you put your mind to it. And that does mean playing through some pain, some aches. All right, you have a chance to do something special over these next few months. I believe that you can do it. Here's what I want you to do. Take the torch. LeBron is begging you to take the torch. Anthony, go take this torch from LeBron James. Lead the Lakers into the play-in. Lead them through the play-in. And if you get through the play-in, I think you'll be a dangerous team because mm. you'd have some momentum. It likely means you have taken the torch. LeBron's the second guy now, and y'all got a good supporting cast. So, Anthony Davis, I do believe in you. Go ahead and get it done. Excellent. Well done. Great list. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, it was a good list. A little <laughs> bit disappointing. Um, wow. for, well, you know, a little heavy NBA. Oh, sure. that part. And you know how much I like Russell Westbrook. I, I wore the jersey into work today. Yeah. So for you to say that nobody else on the, on the desk. Yeah, coach, you're right. I mean, that, right. that is a little untrue. <laughs> uh, but let, let's shift gears here. And I'm going to let you guess who I put on the bud list. I, I've got a, a quote that you guys can, can oh. read and, and you guys can try to decipher. Let's look at that first quote there. It's on me to be physically, mentally, and emotionally ready for whatever is to come. Training is everything. Kevin? Ooh. Well, I know the second one. I don't, rec- I don't recognize the first one. Well, the first one belongs to the second one as well. <laughs> Consistency and re-earn the respect through work. I'm going with Mac Jones. Oh! I like it, him. Coach. I'm, like going, it. I'm going with Mac Jones. And if we could pull up his, his workout video. Yes! You know, I love a guy that puts a bunch of workout videos on the internet. <laughs> I love a guy that does a ton of endorsements <laughs> in the offseason, whether it's for your shoes oh. or the local bank or maybe the donut place or all those different places i love those things i think that's really important but but he, here's here's why he's on the list he's got an offensive coordinator a legitimate offense coordinator so that excuse is off the table okay that's the first thing the, the second thing it's not the sophomore slump we're, we're through the sophomore year and i'll give you the benefit of the doubt sometimes guys can regress in that second year but we're over that and now the final thing is you, your only competition is Bailey Zappi. And, and, look, there's rumblings that he may be pushing you, but it's not like you've got a veteran guy, that's a, a serious ingrained threat there. It, it's, it's a different type of threat. Now, that being said, free agency is coming up and the draft is coming up. 
and you better prove to, to the organization that you're the guy because Bill's not opposed to drafting quarterbacks. He's drafted 11 of them, drafted guys high the second round, the third round. You've got to make sure that you're ingrained and, and these workout videos are paying off and they believe that you're actually the but guy. But you do believe in him, correct? That's how we end the this segment. This is a motivational <laughs> segment. I know. You, know, you pointed the you camera and say, I believe in you him. You didn't say that you had to believe in him. You well, just said it's, it's a motivational we're trying segment. To you believe Coach, in him, right? I like it. Is it I, motivational that or was, do I have to say I believe in him? That was motivational. I think Wilds needs some motivation mm-hmm. after that. Well, I believe I, in him. I agree. Okay. Yeah, right. I believe in him. I'm going to go back to hoops. Shocking. It has to be Nikola Jokic. Oh. Oh. We used to live in a civilized sports world. Where you didn't have to be the best player in the league. You didn't have to win championships to win an MVP. It's like, hey, that's a great player at a great season. Let's give him one. Charles Barkley, come on down. David Robinson, come on down. Kevin Garnett, Steve Nash, come on down Carl twice because you're small and cute and <laughs> fancy. Carl Malone, come on down a couple times. Hey, we go down the list. Allen Iverson, great crew. And then it's like, okay. But now we need to see you do it in the postseason, and then you can win some more. Instead, Nikola Jokic's postseasons have gone like this. He made a conference finals, and it was the best player on his team. And then last, the year after, he got swept in round two, and he won the MVP. And then last year, he lost in round one, and he won the MVP. And this year, Vegas says he is a minus 300 favorite to win a third straight MVP. They are the one seed, they are fully healthy, and yet all of the people who are saying he is a no-brainer MVP, when you're like, oh, by the way, who do you have winning the title? Like, well, not the Nuggets. (laughs) Let's be serious here. How could they win it? I don't know. They have one of the greatest players ever, I've been told. Box score plus minus says he actually is the greatest player of all time already. Has already passed Michael Jordan in that regard, according to that hallowed metric. So. I simply would ask that we hold Nikola Jokic to the standard we have held 70 years of league MVPs, which is if you win more than one, we expect you to get it done in the postseason. He's going to be at three in a row with the one seed. He's going to need to get it done in the postseason. Yeah, look, I'm with you in that I'd like to see him, you know, justify these MVP awards with a championship, but Nick... He doesn't have a second All-Star. It's just that's why nobody thinks he's going to win it. He doesn't have a second All-Star. Okay. That's true. I mean, that's what they're saying. Uh, I am going back to football. I'm going to put the Raiders organization on the bud list because when they let go of Derek Carr, I said, what's your plan here? I thought they were going to go through the offseason and then come to the realization that the best quarterback available's name was Derek Carr. But here's what the Raiders GM said uh, recently. Take a listen. At the end of the day, like I'm in charge of myself and, you know, our group, we're in charge of um, filling the most important position on the team. And so, yeah, there's some, you know, there's, um, there's some, uh, there's some pressure that comes along with that. And, and however we fill it, it doesn't mean we're going to have an immediate answer, you know, this year, you know what I mean? And so, um, but at the end of the day, we have to have an answer. Uh, yeah, someone's got to play quarterback. (laughs) So CBS Sports put together a list. Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, Taylor Heineke, Jacoby Brissett. Maybe it's Jimmy G. I was going to say, where's Jimmy G? Uh, Maybe, but when the GM of your team is saying, yeah, we need a quarterback, maybe it doesn't come (laughs) this year. Not great. Maybe if you don't have an answer to that question, you pass on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you're not ready to answer the quarterback question, <laughs> you're like, you know what? He didn't know they were going to ask him that. Give me next time. <laughs> Coming up next, Ravens. Oh, here it is. We'll get Lamar. Oh, yeah. Sure. Just get Lamar. That's problem yeah. solved. Hey. Maybe I'm the fool. Next, first things first. They need to be in the hunt. Check in on Lamar. Here's the update. Still gridlocked. Team and Lamar need to make a decision on the franchise tag by March 7th. Nick? Yeah. You are high on trading Lamar. Well, it's it, look, no, I'm I just think that's where this is ending. Do you think he asks for it or the Ravens make the move or it's mutual? I think it's it's going to end up being mutual cuz they're not going to pay him. And everyone else is going to be getting paid and everyone except for Joe Burrow that's going to get paid has accomplished less than him. And Burrow even doesn't have the regular MVP, season success, right. but he still he obviously has far more postseason success. I've been waiting for this article 
the old 3,000 words notebook dump on everything that went on, and it was about what you expected to read, that the Ravens were flummoxed by Lamar's lack of availability at the end of the year. It also had a lot of that Lamar had, you know, more flashes of anger and frustration. I thought that was... I thought that was unfair. Yes. I didn't like it. I But I was still waiting oh, to read it. Oh, slammed his helmet. Like, like, all of that, it felt, it felt unfair. But the point is, someone from the Ravens, th- those are good reporters that, that, that have been covering yep. this team for a yep. while for ESPN. I give them credit. Jameson, and I forget the other's name, but it's a good reporter. Jimmy Fowler. Th- thank you. Fowler and Hensley were, wrote it. And so someone was telling him that. Didn't paint Lamar in the greatest light imaginable. That's intentional. And... They just don't value him the way he feels he should be valued. And the longer that they pretend they're going to get, that they're going to, Lamar's going to fold, I think the worse off they're going to be. And even if Brew's right, that he will, that he wouldn't hold out the whole year, coach, I think they would be DOA if under a new offensive coordinator with a new system, they franchise tag him, and he doesn't show up until three days before the season, which is his right. I think you might as well then trade him because this season right. is going to be lost before it even gets started. Well, plus, if they're saying they were flummoxed by him not playing and they, they couldn't believe that happened, what would make them think that it wouldn't happen again? If, if, they, if it happened this year, what, what makes you think that if you reach an impasse again, that that same situation couldn't easily rear its head the, yeah. the, the same way. And it's at some point, one side's going to have to give significantly, and it seems like Lamar is, is pretty well dug in, and, and understandably so. How do you sit in that division and, and see another guy get the deal that he gets and then have your team come back and say, well, you know, we can't do that for you? It, it, it's a hard pill to swallow for, for a guy. Yeah, what's happening is the team, as maybe all the teams would like to try to do, is acting like the Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson contracts. Those are the ones, that's where you can set the market, right? Go better than them. They're, they're like ignoring the Deshaun contract. Yes. And he's looking at the Deshaun contract as he should and saying, look, I want – I'm better than him. I've done more than him. I don't have the the off-the-court field baggage that he has. I should get paid more. And I think he should ask for the trade so he can gain some control of this situation. And I I think, look, this to me, this puts the Jets in an interesting situation because they already seem to be waiting on Aaron Rodgers before they fully go in on Derek Carr. I would, of all three of those guys, I want Lamar Jackson if I'm them. So I think they need to wait and see what happens with this. Nick, do you think uh, in this article, the deal that he was offered in September was 133 million guaranteed, 250, yeah. 133 guaranteed. So it's less than Deshaun, but more, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, than uh, yeah, Kyler and Russ. Yeah. And then we also heard that they were. $100 million right. apart. Because he wants is, 240 million guaranteed. Right. Do you think it's going to get down to. Hey, 180, these are like astronomical numbers, and at the same time, he deserves to get it. So I don't know where you're like, I want 180, I want 200. Well, you I think, think it gets what the Ravens hope is, is that Herbert or Burrow gets done, that they're at like 140, and then they can go back to Lamar and say, see, like, look, okay, right. and then they, they will up theirs, you know what I mean, a bit. Yeah. But that is a dangerous game for a lot of reasons, and... This is where everyone, Lamar not having an agent is complicating in all facets. It makes the negotiating complicated because as we've talked about, the team usually says to the agent, here's why your guy doesn't deserve it, but you're going to say that to Lamar like, here's actually why you're not as good as, but we still love you. But the other reason is agents advocate for their guys, but also grease the skids to get deals done they got to do business with these guys they want their you know it's very often it's like okay they're my three percent of zero is a big bigger (laughs) difference for me than three percent you know whether you get the guaranteed or not it's just lamar i just don't think this gets done i think when it doesn't get done initially it's not getting done and the longer it draws out the worse it is for the ravens and so see if you can get a bunch of first round picks and hey mac jones couple firsts Come on, do it. Send him some New England. New England needs a quarterback. I'm trying to help you out. Trying yeah, to get Jaron Rodgers. I would do, yes. I yeah. would. <laughs> no, he's out. You're out on Mac now. For Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you got the money. Do it.
Belichick could have drafted it. Took Sony yeah, Michelle. Well, drop the Photoshop. Drop the Photoshop. It's Lamar Jackson. Mac Jones wouldn't be mad at me for that. <laughs> Mac would do that. <laughs> Warriors visiting the Lakers tonight. Lakers almost six-point favorites. Look at that. And we were thinking, season hmm. starts today. Here's a full screen that Dusty put up and said, Wilds, don't forget, this is still an issue. 22-7 and seven at home, 7-22 on the road. Point differentials, quite different. Defensive rating, really bad. And they allow a lot of threes, kind of yep. defensive rating. Brew, the Warriors were your team. I don't even know if they are anymore. <laughs> no, he's, yeah. They are. I've just analyzed that the Suns, if healthy, are better. What's the question That's here? all there is. Surprised they're such heavy favorites. I'm not. I no, no. I mean, you saw they're bad on the road. They don't have – you know what wasn't in that graphic? That Steph Curry's still injured. That's true. All right, Steph okay. Curry's not playing. The Lakers look great in their first game with the new pieces, right? They demolished New first Orleans. First game that LeBron played with the new pieces. Yep. Yeah, 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 where the whole yep. team was kind of together. Um, so they look good. They beat New Orleans from beginning to end, won by, what, 20 points, something like that. Uh, yeah, I think the Lakers, a Golden State team on, on the road without Steph, yeah. I think the Lakers are going 15-8 right. and eight the rest of the way. They need this one. 15-8. and eight. 15 So that eight. just misses. Just missing the top six. Okay. And I, the, if the standings hold the way, I think they're going to. And I don't know if we can show you guys the standings hubs, if we have the ability to do that. If we do, we can throw them at some point. Uh, I don't know if we do. But the, the Lakers, your guys' point of how many teams they have to jump, Seven. is a good one as far as to get up to the top six. But the other piece of that is how many teams that are currently above them do we think are going in the absolute wrong direction? I think the Warriors are on that list. Yep. Until Steph comes back, they are a team that you feel like is going in the wrong direction. We know New Orleans is going in the wrong right. direction. There we go. Good job. Thanks, guys. But they're back. With the, Ingram, they've been playing better. They went in with a few wins. And the, a right? few. And, Seven and I, you know, I am the – the Mavs, Utah. for being fair, are going in the wrong direction right now. Now I think they'll get it turned around. Oh, they're, they're the, still going to win the West. The, well, okay. Hey, it's a long season, buddy. Right. Uh, Utah, obviously, yeah, I does. think is trying to lose. What I'm most interested in, Brew, is what Sam Presti and the Thunder are actually going to try to do the rest of the week. Wow. Because I would argue that it is in their interest to try to make the playoffs. Yes. I would argue that to get those those guys have done so much losing and Shea is turning turned into a legitimate top 15 player. Try to and get you him You still have Chet. And remember you, coming right, back. Chet coming Chet. back and you have so Stays many other draft Chet. picks anyway. Yep. Adding a few extra percentage point chance of getting Wimby it, it, to me is not worth it. But I I'm not certain that that's what they're going to do. So I think some of those teams are going to go in the other also direction. Also remember SGA said he's got something for LeBron for blocking oh, yeah. his shot. Yeah, so right. they're going to try to come out and win the and game. He was serious. He was. And he, he, wasn't, wasn't he wasn't laughing. And the other team is I wonder what Portland's going to actually be doing. I think they're going to try. They're just not that good. Yeah. So the but the, but it's all moot for the Lakers if they don't win games like tonight. Okay. You ha- this is they should I, win tonight. must win. You they lose tonight. Give the tease tomorrow. Shot. Nick and I are off on vacation. Bruce, the solo. Chris Broussard show. <laughs>